You're listening to the OKC82 Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of the OKC82 Podcast. This is Brady Trantham alongside Miss Madison Morris, as always. And like I said, it's a really, really cool show because, I mean, we're doing this live from, I guess, Sam Presti's kitchen. And yeah. uh, we've got a... <laughs> Madison, we've got a very special guest. It's, we do. Um, probably one of the bigger fan favorites on the team. I would say so. I mean, especially among the franchise gang. Oh, yeah. He's already blushing. Especially uh, our producer, Matt Burton. He's going to like this episode. Oh, uh, he but will. Deontay Burton has graced us with his presence. Deontay, what's up, man? What's up? But I would disagree with the, the fan favorite. Really? I would disagree. Oh, come on. Don't sell yourself short like that. <laughs> Obviously, you don't get to see it because you're actually on the floor when you do get in. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time you get in, or if I'm like, hey, Deontay Burton's about to check in after the timeout, people just explode. And they're like, yeah! Yes. Give me more Deontay Burton. <laughs> no, but uh, we actually were talking while we were setting up this equipment. Shout out to Chisholm Holland for letting us borrow it. Thanks, Chisholm. It did take a pretty minute to set it up. But just talking to you you know, in the locker room, talking to you just a few minutes ago before we went on, uh, not a numbers guy, mm. <laughs> not a big stat guy. Yeah. Stats, st- stats get in the way of the game. Like, yeah. People try to make the game about stats, and really the game is about the love and mm. – Stats get in the way of that. Yeah, and it actually made me want to ask you this question. So, like analytics, and I don't, I don't know how often you're on Twitter. I don't know how often you're on Instagram. I mean, you post pretty much whenever you guys have a game, but I don't know how often people like throw numbers in your face. Mm-hmm. But I'll give you just a weird analytic. Did you know that with four days off, like in between games, you have a net rating of twenty three point four? Like, what like, what does this mean? mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, what, what, how stupid and like, sometimes numbers are just silly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you said, it's basically, it gets in the way of the passion of the game. But I guess you're just more of an old school player in that sense. Mm. And they, like with numbers, you can find a number to fit anything you want. You can, you can skew numbers to fit anything you want to say. Mm. So like, they make, they make stats about all type of things that, that's really irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... So many people on Twitter just like when they're going to hear this, they're just going to be like, oh, "No, what? That's the only reason why I'm I can be like that's the only reason why I can be on NBA Twitter is because I know calculations. <laughs> there are numbers. John Hamm is having a heart attack somewhere right oh, now because that is his job. He'll be fine. But I did I did want to ask you this, Deontay, because somebody isn't here anymore on the Thunder who was here, you know, for quite some time. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering how much do you miss Raymond Felton? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I'm not big on missing people. Like, yeah. And yeah. it's a job, so. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of like introverted, so I don't really get too close to people, so. Yeah, and I guess you had the experience uh, even before your NBA career with Korea. I mean, what what was that like, the transition from college basketball where ideally you get to pick where you want to play and you grow up with, you know, I know you transferred from Marquette uh, mid-college career, mm-hmm. but you grow up with like, you know, guys that are 18, 19, 20 years old. So there's that brotherhood that's probably more pronounced than it would be in the NBA. But mm-hmm. how was that transition from college to, all right, these are all pros now? Um, The transition? I feel like it wasn't really a transition because everything that I went through in college, I'm going through now again. Mm-hmm. So like when I first played at Marquette I didn't play um so like but as the years went on I played more and more and more and I feel like that's just been how my life went or is going Mm -hmm. from college to now like I'm each year I'm playing and getting better like I'm playing more minutes so yeah my 
I'm on a high, my trajectory keeps yeah. going up. Yeah. There's those numbers again, playing more <laughs> minutes. What have you been enjoying about this year, though, so far? I know you guys are still super early, but how has everything been going? Just ups and downs, just normal. It's mm-hmm. not really nothing to, like, be scared about. I feel like we're a, a good team. We just have to learn how to finish. Yeah. And do a lot better in the third quarter. <laughs> he has been on Twitter. <laughs> no, I'm living it. <laughs> I'm living it. No, like, I mean, what do I know? I mean, to me, like, because I've covered the team since um, the the year after Kevin Durant left, and so I'm really accustomed to seeing the Thunder with a guy like Russell Westbrook who can, by himself, when the team around him is struggling, mm-hmm. he can score 15, 20 points in a quarter just by himself. So mm-hmm. yet, while the team is, like, keeping up with the opponent, at the same time, the rest, everybody else is kind of stagnated. And I think that that's the biggest difference because you've got a guy in Chris Paul who picks his spots. You've got a guy in Shea Gilles Alexander who's he's going to be there. He's still young and learning, all those things that you talked about. Dennis Schroeder, of course, can he can score with the best of them. But to me, that that's that seems like it's the pro, that's the biggest problem with these third quarters is that you guys just don't have that guy just yet. But I'm, I'm curious, you guys have been in so many games what do you what exactly do you take away from games when you are fighting close but you come up short you can't quite get over the hump because of those third quarters is there like something special that you learn for a long-term goal in those situations no I feel like it's it's on the point guard to make the team because I feel like when we come out we don't have that same thrust Mm -hmm. so like if the point guard goes you know fast everyone else follows suit so I think when the point guard comes out um, really hot and everyone else comes out hot, whether even if he's missing shots, as long as we're moving at a good pace. Yeah. And once the pace is established, I feel the third quarter will go a lot more smoothly. Yeah, but again, like it's 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 easier. <laughs> like it's funny. You can like even Madison and I, when we can identify something that we did wrong in our job, like whether it's like a video stand up and we said the wrong word. Like we know that, that happens we did, a lot. We we know we did something wrong, but it's it's one thing to identify; it's another thing to completely change it. But I mean, to me, it's been fun watching you guys basically make subtle improvements from game to game to game. Because you know, in the past few years, it was just the Russell Westbrook led Thunder. You knew you knew what you were getting. So this mm-hmm. is a different experience. Is there a better environment for a guy like you that's trying to get better and better and develop every year? No, I don't think there's a better environment. Um, I think this is the perfect environment for me. It is teaching me the game of basketball. Like, um, like before, I didn't. I studied, but I didn't study the game of basketball as heavily as I do now. Just because I want to know every single spot, whether I'm getting to play it or not. Mm-hmm. And I watch a lot more basketball now. Whereas I didn't watch basketball. I know this is. You told me this. Year. Yeah, you told me this in the locker room a few weeks ago. That was really interesting. You said that. Um, like what even up until college you never even thought that you would be in the NBA yeah the NBA was just the NBA it was never a goal I would say it was just a thing yeah I mean Madison did you ever think you'd work for 107.7 uh I did not (laughs) I never thought I'd be covering the NBA that was actually a dream of mine so it was like it was really cool when I did get on at the radio station which is not what I studied at all in college so I kind of relate to you in that asset what did Um, you study I studied journalism, so I wanted to be like a writer, but I thought I'd be in like news. Okay. And then I loved sports. I was around sports growing up my entire life. I played sports, and so transitioning to playing them, to covering them, and being around them still 
Mm-hmm. That was kind of a cool thing for me. Yeah. And I don't know why I keep playing with this. But <laughs> it's, yeah, it, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of a cool thing. So it's like now you get to live your dream and I'm somewhat living mine, but it's like vicariously through you guys. See, I, I'm not living my dream yet. Really? My, my dream is never to be an NBA. What's my your dream? My dream is to have my own family. It's to really? be a father, to be a husband. Like, that's really my dream. Sweet. Like, this is a job. So yeah. I look at it. It's a job that I love pl- that I love doing. So mm-hmm. it just, I don't know. I, basketball is a... Is n- basketball is a part of me. It isn't. It doesn't define me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. well said. No, that's. I mean, it's really cool. And you do have. How many siblings do you have? I'm the youngest of seven. Wow. Seven. Yeah. I'm an only child. <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> what I have out. one sister, and I have no idea like what I would do without her. But I can't imagine having like seven. How often do you get to see your family? Um, it's random. Uh, I don't. I don't see them that often. Um, mm-hmm. but when I see them, it's it might be for a couple of days. This is the longest I've been around my family because i have my sister and my nephew here mm-hmm. um they've been here for what a month a little, oh, wow. little over a month so it's it was weird at first like i didn't i didn't like it yeah. <laughs> I didn't, like it just felt like they're in my space but then <laughs> after you're after a grown-ass man so. <laughs> <laughs> then after after the time i got used to it and like when they when they leave it's going to be weird like being there with just me and my girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, um, as a native Oklahoman, I'll just apologize to your family for the weather that we have here. Don't apologize. Oh, this same. Is, don't apologize. This is better. Really? Better than oh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, oh, it's, Milwaukee. It's, it's, yeah. Well, see, you know, <laughs> yeah. you at least know what you're getting. That's the yeah. thing. Like, you don't know what you're getting day to day here. Yeah, you you know you're getting no snow. So <laughs> That's it's, true. It's, it's better than 11 inches. Okay, I enjoy the yeah, snow. You're right. I do want to kind of go back to uh, the college days because I mean I know you're not a numbers guy, but I went ahead and did the thing that you don't like. I I pulled up some numbers. So with numbers, I feel like like numbers are okay. It's just when you try to go in depth in the numbers, like mm-hmm. when you try to create stats, like looking at the rebounds and like mm-hmm. the normal stats, like yeah. the stats that's on a stat sheet is cool because mm-hmm. you can see how the game unfolded and you can see how the game went. Yeah, you play basketball to get stats. That's how you win. <laughs> that's yeah. Or that's how you lose. You can have 12 turnovers. <laughs> no, and that's why that works. Yeah, <laughs> basketball. Um, but, you know, going back to your days at Iowa State, so, you know, even before you were with the Thunder, people in Oklahoma basketball fans here were well aware of who you, who you were and how good you could be. Did you know against the Oklahoma schools, you averaged 17, po- like Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, you averaged 17 points a game. You had your career high against OU down the road, at double overtime win against the Sooners. You had 31 points. It seems like you were just destined to play basketball here. Yeah, my best, <laughs> it seems like my best basketball is here, huh? No, Oklahoma's it's, calling you back. No, and Madison will like this. Um, you averaged more points against the Sooners. I'm, I went to OU. She went to OSU. I went to Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah. you um, averaged more points against the Sooners than you did Oklahoma State. So she's got. I guess she's got. I'm just all giddy one. over here now. Yeah, yeah. Not, and I don't. Li- I like Oklahoma better than Oklahoma State. Oh, oh come oh, on. Oh, okay, okay. Tell, tell me why. Somebody the team disrespected me during. Oh the, during no, the game. I probably it know was, him. Was what happened? He called me the wrong name during the interview. So that was that was. Oh. <laughs> From that, from what they, that what did he call on. you? I don't even remember. It was just like, like one of my teammates, Jack, told me <laughs> DeAndre. Yeah, something like it was something like that. I'm here with DeAndre Jordan of the LA Clippers. <laughs> yeah, so, so then in the Big Twelve, and this this was right before the Big Twelve. So when we played in the Big Twelve, it was it was yeah. Wait, was that the Big Twelve? It might not. Yeah, have been. in Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah, that was a Big Twelve tournament. Did we play y'all? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I you had guys, a good game. Your too. senior year, you, you played Oklahoma did. State. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, and there was even a game. Yeah, and it was when you beat OU when they were ranked number one with Buddy Heald. You were zero for two. You know, probably not your best day, but 
Abdul Nader had 20 points. Mm-hmm. This is mean, when George Niang was on the team. Yeah, like yeah. those OU-Iowa State games, especially like it, it basically like when Buddy Hill was with OU, it was basically the home team would win. Mm-hmm. Whoever played Norman, they'd win. Ames, it was, those games were always insane and classic. But what is Abdul Nader like now? Like how much of a transition has he made from the, his time with the Cyclones to now? Like did you like you said that you weren't even thinking NBA? Did you mm-hmm. did you think Abdul Nader had a chance to make it to the NBA when he was at Iowa State? Yes, um, yes. I felt that I feel like Abdul Nader has more of an NBA game than a college game. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's more of a free player. Like you can't box him in. If if you box him in, he won't he won't do well. Mm-hmm. So in in Iowa State, we had more of a free system, so it was perfect for him. And then transitioning to the NBA, it's kind of easy because he. He's a shooter. He's a really good shooter. I mean, he's certainly playing like it now. I mean, he, he's yeah. finally getting his opportunity. But it, it's really cool that you guys are, you know, the bench mob now. Like, mm-hmm. And you can have basically an almost Iowa State lineup there. But, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess before we get Joe you out Cyclones. of Cyclones. I guess also, before. Oh, go also, ahead. Uh, well, fun s- stat. Not even a stat. Last, what was it, last year? It was two players. It was me and Dooley on Oklahoma. It was George Niang and Naz Nilo, Naz Nilo, Naz Mitrulong <laughs> on Utah. Um, Utah. Utah. Yeah. So it was. It was a lot of Iowa State people. Someone trade. Mon- someone get Monte Morris on this team or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go fun. find Monte. No. Um, yeah. Those those games were so much fun. OU Iowa State and you, so I you guess. guys traveled well too. Yeah, we. Those Cyclone fans were yeah. everywhere. No, even 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 football wise, whenever Iowa State comes to Norman, oh yeah, like always a good crowd. They're probably the best road crowd, traveling crowd. I went to Iowa State my freshman year. Mm-hmm. I was on the Palm Squad for OSU, and so I traveled to mm-hmm. Iowa State. Probably the nicest fans I ran into, to be totally honest. Yeah, I because our football team at one point was really bad, and like the game still sold out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, was, <laughs> it was like they might not won one game a year, like. One year and they still sold out every oh, yeah. game. Like good people. I didn't go to the football games, but I went to the what you call it when you're outside and all the grilling and oh, like the tailgating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't watch football, but I would love to tailgate. Like I tailgate anytime. Like, yeah, it's, yes. it's amazing. I, I tailgate. I tailgate all the um, <laughs> as long as you guys aren't playing on Saturdays during football season. I tailgate all the OU home games, but Madison's actually been to one before. I have. Sa- I went to a lot last season. Oh, yeah, because we actually had to do work. Yeah, I actually had to work with you. Oh, yuck. Anyway, <laughs> I guess before we get you out of here, um, because back in summer league, back in July, mm-hmm. you had told me about it's not necessarily a diet. You've just changed the way you've eaten. Mm-hmm. And that was probably the first thing that I noticed when I actually saw you at summer league. I was like, wow, he's like really trimmed up. Like he looks like a different player. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a lot of that just comes from, I mean, what, grilling? Because if, if anybody follows you on Instagram, like, you'll always put out, like, what you're grilling or whatever. I mean, yeah. like, what, what's your thing? Is it chicken wings? Like, what what what, what are you a grill master of? Chicken. Like, anything chicken I can make. Like, anything. I love chicken. I can. I eat chicken probably five out of the seven days of a week. Um, and, yeah, I make it a lot of, like, every time I make chicken, I try to do something different, like, whether mm-hmm. it's the way I season it, the temperature I cook it at, like I'm always trying to perf- not perfect, but come up with a different way to make chicken or come up with a different taste of the chicken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have a, a couple. A I couple need to follow ways. you on Instagram then uh-huh. post get all these uh, grilling ideas. Have you ever had any uh, like a bunch of guys on the team over and grilled them stuff? No, no, it's only been one person on the team that's tried my food. And you should ask him how, how is it? Who was it? Justin Patton. Justin Patton. Yeah, you should ask him. Okay. We will do well, that. Why did uh-huh. he 
do you think he liked it or do you think he was like, eh, I don't know? He's I'm just not being nice. I'm not going <laughs> to say he liked it. I'm not going to say he disliked it. I'm going to just tell you to ask him. All right. I can't wait to ask John, John Reader Tumbleson. Like, I need We're to talk to Justin it. Patton. It's a very important question. Hey, did you oh. enjoy Deontay Burton's food or not? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'd be a little remiss if I didn't bring up the Russell Westbrook thing because he was so obviously mm-hmm. large in the state. Large with the Thunder, been here, but since the uh, team came to Oklahoma City. But I mean, you kind of described like when the, it's the point guard's job to basically thrust the team back into the game after halftime. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I'm assuming that you meshed really well, just like either on the floor when you got to play with Russell, or just from afar on the bench watching. Like I would assume you meshed really well with his with his on court personality of how he wanted to attack. Yeah, because like when Russ goes out, he goes hard. Like he. He plays hard every time he steps on the floor. Not saying that we don't play hard, but it's a it's a more of an aggression. He plays an aggression that a lot of players don't play with. And I feel that I play with the same type of aggression. Just I don't have the same lightning speed as him. Um, but, yeah, that, that made me admire the way he plays, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the aggression he plays with. I mean, what about the style, though? What about the fashion? Because I know you told me you didn't really watch sports growing up. But did you have an idea, like, before you came to the Thunder of, like, okay, this is, like, I know Russell Westbrook. He wears he wears sometimes outlandish clothing, but he makes it work because he's... Spongebob shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy those. Yeah, like, I might not agree with his fashion <laughs> some of the times, but, like, sometimes I, I do like his... I do like what he's wearing, but he... I did know him. Like, I, I, like, I wasn't oblivious to, like the NBA players, like, mm-hmm. who's on what team. Like, I still – like, my, when my friends or something watch basketball, I will watch it. Like, so I still knew pockets of things of, mm-hmm. about the NBA. Yeah, like, the thing about Russ, like, I will give him some mad respect here. He never wore the same thing twice. He <laughs> might have true. used some He might have used some accessories, if you, like a bandana or some glasses. Maybe, but, like, yeah, like a hat or but, two in yeah. there. But, like, how would you descri- – like, if you had to describe your fashion, if some, like, fashionista was, like, interviewing you and said, tell me about what you wear other than sweats. <laughs> that's, that's really easy. Black. You just, like, Wait, wearing black. Wait, same. Like, Brady black. knows this. Yeah. Uh, like, like, if you ask my teammates, they, they'll tell you black is the color that I wear, like – I probably wear black five out of seven of the days of the week. Black is the new black, I guess. I have, that is yeah. me to a T. I counted. I have, what, 28 pairs of black pants? Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> I mean, nice. it's slimming. It's a good color. It's slimming. It's flattering. It's striking. You can look badass in it. You, you know? can. You pair, it's easy to pair any other clothes, like any other color. Like, I completely, yeah. maybe not brown, but. Brown will work. Brown, brown works with brown black. Brown with black. Are you sure? So if you put a black pair of pants on with that shirt, I have worn black pants. But what? Okay, so what about my shoes? Boom. Could I wear those with black pants? Yeah, black goes with everything. Name a. There's not one color black doesn't go with. And okay. And I dare you to find a color that doesn't work. I promise you, I will wear brown with black the next home game, which is tomorrow. Because there's different. There's different types of browns. There's different types of blacks. That's true. So you just gotta find the right black to match the brown. To match with the camel colored mm, brown yeah. meanwhile my bum ass is wearing a sweater <laughs> <laughs> no and i try to stay away from name brands like the higher end name brands like yeah I, for sure it doesn't like like the what's the point of paying two thousand dollars for a t-shirt that i can I buy completely agree 20 other like 50 other t-shirts and have a greater wardrobe a plethora yeah. of things to wear yeah. except for one yeah you know like, and then i that's agree just, more bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, on this topic, what is your opinion on turtlenecks? 
have a, I have a couple turtlenecks. Okay, so I'm just going to let you know right now, if you wear one to a game, Madison's going I'm to go crazy. I'm going to capture so it, and I'm you're going... Madison, will you? Madison, wear, explain, yes. explain real quick. So I started this thing at the beginning of the season. I have no explanation for it. I just wanted mm. to do it. I have a ton of turtlenecks, mm. and I didn't realize it. And then Gallo started wearing Dressed like a 1920s tons. racer that one yes, day. Yes, <laughs> like the Italian mobster. <laughs> so Gallinari started wearing turtlenecks all the time. Mm. Then I saw Presti in a turtleneck, and then Baisley was in a turtleneck. Dennis? Uh, Dennis was wearing that one turtleneck, Dennis and now Chris has been in two. Uh. And so I've added you all to my turtleneck gang <laughs> on Twitter. It's okay. hashtag turtleneck gang if you want to find it. Okay. It's a big deal. <laughs> and um, yeah, I am the CEO, and I wore one today. Actually, yeah. did not plan that, but I'm really glad I did. <laughs> um, so yes, you should join my turtleneck gang. I'm gonna join it. I'm gonna I'm wear a black turtleneck tomorrow. Please do. It's definitely gonna. Well, it might be white. white That's fine. Wear a white one. Any turtleneck. Because one game, uh, I had myself, our intern Connor, uh, and our boss Jerry Ramsey. I had us all show up in turtlenecks, and I didn't tell her about it because she showed up without one. And I wasn't wearing one. Well, I, I wore. Left out. I wore a black one, and everyone just made like Steve Jobs jokes at me because I looked like Steve because Jobs. Because you look like so, Steve so Jobs. So where I, I would, yeah, I mean, you just I actually wore a turtleneck last away game. I just had a, a, a hoodie over it. So it didn't oh, I was about to say no one captured the picture, <laughs> or else I would have jacked it and yeah. added you to my turtleneck <laughs> gang. I always give photo credits, though. Don't Madison. Me. Madison. Come on now. I know. You got <laughs> I just, like, ratted myself out. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Deontay, um, you're a busy man. Just want to say thank you so much for jumping on thank for us Thank you so today. much. This was really, awesome. Really appreciate it. Um, like I said, we are in Sam Presti's kitchen. I think he wants to cook something. So <laughs> He's knocking on our door. People keep walking in, so we'll, we need to get out of here. But uh, once again, Deontay, thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, no problem. Thank you all. Appreciate you all for wanting to have me. Of course. of course. You're welcome anytime. I'm, anytime. I mean, like I said, you are a fan favorite. We're not, like, we cover the team, so we're not fans, but it's hard. Like, sometimes it's impossible to, like, remove the human element of, like, wanting to root for a particular person because you see how hard they work. Right. And ever since I um, met you back in Summer League last year, you know, I've certainly, like, you've been a guy that I've, I want him to do well. Thank you. And, and again, the all the Big 12 memories of you kicking OU's ass, like, uh, I can get over that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Wipe single tear away. Yeah. Oh, you killed us one time, though. It hurt to say that. Well, I mean, Buddy was pretty good. Big 12, Big 12, uh, Big 12 tournament. The first game we played, he kicked us out. Yeah. Yeah, Yikes. He us out, so. yeah well, as soon as Buddy left, oh, you just kind of like, when is Trey Young going to graduate <laughs> high school? <laughs> um, but anyway, everybody, thank you so much for jumping on, listening to the OKC82 podcast. Thank you again to Deontay Burton. Thank you to the Thunder for letting it happen. Thank Thanks, you to Madison. Thunder. Thank you to Madison for dr- racing over here from her other job. For the pre- of course. <laughs> Anything for you guys. Awesome. Well, everybody, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you guys later.